Welcome to the Rhythm of Grace podcast. It is my desire to see you experience the realities of Christ. God's word is real, reliable, and relatable. Listen attentively. In today's episode, I'll be continuing from where I left off the other time, where I started talking about the Rhythm of Grace. And one of the things that we established is number one, that the life that flows in the believer, the life of the believer stems from Christ Jesus. John 15 verse 5 says, I am the vine and you are the branches. And that was Jesus speaking to his speaking to his disciples, speaking to the believers, okay, speaking about the believers. He said, I am the vine, you are the branches. Now the question is, where does the branch get its life from? From the, from the vine. You see, the branch does not have a life of its own. And that's why it went further to say, for without me you can do nothing. So in other words, the productive life of the believer comes from Christ Jesus. You see, the flourishing life of the believer comes from, the, from Christ Jesus. The radiance of the believer comes from Christ Jesus. If you ever want to be fruitful as a believer, you must understand your connection to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Okay? So it is very, very important. And that was one of the things that we established in the last episode. That the life of the believer, you know, comes from Christ Jesus. <laughs> you can never be unproductive. You can never be unfruitful. For as long as, you re- as long as you remain in the vine, you stay connected to the vine, life flows from the vine to you. You see, the radiance, the glory of God, radiates through us. The source is Christ Jesus. Yes. You see, you must understand that you're no more connected to Adam, but you're connected to Christ. For we are hidden in Christ in God. Okay, the second thing that we established is the fact that when you understand God's grace, then you will understand the difference between obligation and relationship. And I will be continuing from that point today. Hallelujah. Okay, let's go back and read from the text from Matthew 11. 28 to 30. Okay? Now, I read from Message Bible. Message Bible says, Are you tired? Are you worn out? Are you burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me. And you will recover your life. I will show you how to take a re-rest. Walk with me and walk with me. Watch how I do it. Learn your first readings of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or heel fitting on you. Keep company with me and you will learn to live freely and lightly. Hallelujah. Okay, now, hold on a minute. Let me just read the Passion Translation. Let me read the Passion Translation to you. Are you weary? Carrying a heavy body, then come to me. I will refresh your life. 
for I am your oasis. Wow! Simply join your life with mine. Learn my ways and you will discover that I am gentle, humble, easy to please. You will find refreshment and rest in me. For all that I require of you will be pleasant and easy to bear. God doesn't want you to relate with him out of obligation. He doesn't want you um, struggling to please him. No, this is an invitation to enjoy grace. An invitation to flourish in grace. An invitation to understand the reading of grace. Hallelujah. Do you ever feel trapped? Feel as though you're trapped on a never-ending treadmill based on your own effort to try to earn God's forgiveness, to earn God's approval and God's acceptance. You say that is religion. That is not grace. If you're trying to hand your own forgiveness and thinking that God is constantly mad at you, you see, I'm, I, I want you to know that that is not grace and that is not God. God is not mad at you. <laughs> you see, when Jesus spoke of the unforced rhythm of grace, it means that there is ease, ease, rest when you walk in His grace. <laughs> he said you can to enjoy the refreshment and the rest in His grace. James says, my body is light and my yoke is easy. Every time you feel yoked in a bid to get God's satisfaction, you're not walking in grace. You're not walking by the principle of grace. Is it possible for a believer to live by the law? Oh yes. You see, the law has been done away with, but many are still living by the principle of the law. And when, you, when we talk about the principle of the law, we're talking about the character of the law, living by the details of the law. Now, what is the law? What, 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 are, what do we mean by the principle of the law? Remember that the law demanded from the Israelites what they were not capable of, of giving. The law places a demand on you. Grace gives you the ability, the ability to live life. One other thing is that the law requires that you would, you would, by your effort, prove your worthiness to God. The law requires that you live right to be accepted to be acceptable to God the law 
places a demand, places demands on man to do what he is not capable, equipped to do. The law exposes the weakness of man. The law exposes the inadequacies of man. The law was never given to be rightly fulfilled by man. It was given to expose man, to bring him to the recognition of his own inadequacies. So you never really get to serve God by, by the principle of the law and things that you would get to hand God's approval. No, you will always keep failing. When you live by the principle of the law, you will always be conscious of your inadequacies because that's what the law does. The law exposes your inadequacies. The more you try to live and please God, the more demands that is placed on you. That's what the law does. But you see, on the other side, on the flip side, is the principle of grace. Hallelujah. You see, grace is understanding that God is, it is God who is at work in me, both to will and to do. Of his great pleasures. You know what that means? That God places the demands on me. And that God works out the abilities in me. He gives me the enablement to meet up with the demands. My only responsibility is to be at rest. To believe. To believe. Galatians 2.20 says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. Hallelujah. I have been crucified with Christ. And I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. So the life I now live in the body, how do I live it? I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. This is the grace of God. God places the demand on me and gives me the ability, the power, the enablement to meet up with that demand. It is I living, yet not I, but Christ who lives in me. On the outside, you see me walking, but on the inside, God is creating the enablement. God is energizing me. That is grace. So living by the principle of grace is relying on the supply of grace. Is relying on God's abundance of grace. God wants you to have a stressless relationship with Him. God wants you to live a a worry-free life. Friends, God wants you to stop struggling, stop 
relying on your own efforts. God also wants you to be so conscious of your inadequacy, so conscious of your inabilities that you forget to enjoy relationship with Him. God wants you to come to the place of rest. It's only at the place of rest that you can enjoy grace. It's only at the place of rest that you can understand the rhythm of grace. In other words, the flow of grace. Only then can you enjoy the benevolence of God. Only then can you enjoy the abilities of God. For all this is what grace is. Grace is the benevolence of God. It's God's ability released to man to accomplish for him what he cannot accomplish on his own. That is grace. Stop trying to do the job for God. Allow God to step in. You see, when, when we talk about when we talk about living by the principle of the law, it also means being conscious of your of, of, of your self-righteousness. Let me put it that way. In other words, did they claim to Christ because of how good you are? <laughs> oh yes. And God doesn't want you to approach him on the basis of self-righteousness. Self-righteousness will take you nowhere. You've got to come to the recognition that Jesus did it all. You come to come to that point of rest. Faith in Christ and Christ alone. Faith in Him. And not faith in your goodness. Or faith in your inadequacies. Or in your weaknesses. Faith in God's ability. Faith in the benevolence of God. For when you come to that point of rest, you get to enjoy God's grace. God is issuing an invitation to you. An invitation to live a life where you get to flourish. A life where you get to live in abundance of grace. Friends, life in God, life in Christ is beautiful. Life in Christ is victorious. And this can be your experience. Why not trust Him today? Why not let go that worry? Why not let go that, that struggle? Why not let go that fight? Oh, why not let go that matter and let God? Why not drop it at his feet? He said, take my burden. He said, lay, you, you lay your yoke, lay your burden. Drop your burdens, drop your yokes and take up mine. He said, for mine is easy and mine is light. My yoke is easy, my burden is light. A life filled with worries. A life filled with cares. No. Why not drop it at the feet of Jesus? Why not drop it at the feet of God and take his body, take up his yoke? Maybe you want to ask me, how do I take his yoke and how do I take his body? How do I come to enjoy this relationship? How do I come to, uh, how do I... Um, experience the realities of this grace that we're talking about. 
you see friends for by grace through faith were you saved and the same in the same vein you live your life by grace through faith coming to the place of rest is just trusting in god in god ability in god's ability come to the place of rest he's believing in god accepting what god has said concerning that situation taking it as the final authority over that concerns only a man that is at rest can give thanks freely only a man that is at rest can worship god freely but you see the sign that you are at rest is if, if can you in that situation can you over that worries over that concern can you freely lift up your hands and give god praise and give god thanks can you rejoice over his word even when the circumstance is contrary to what to what god has told you or to what you found out from god's word can you rejoice over his word you see when you can do all of this then you truly are at rest a life that is not perturbed by what he gets to see yes smell feel taste you know through the formation that come from the five senses but you are sure you are rested in your heart there's an assurance in your heart hallelujah hallelujah start measuring your life by how God views you by God's view of you start seeing things from God's perspective but if you truly are in Christ Jesus scripture says there is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus I want you to know that you can step out of that struggle you can step out of that out of that mess focus on Christ and not on the situation, and not on your mistakes, and not on on the on the on your past. The only way to come out of it is to is to keep your gaze on Christ. You see, when Peter jumped out of the boat to walk on water, for as long as his gaze was on Christ Jesus, he walked on water. He walked on he walked on the water. You know when he began to sink was when he removed his focus from Christ and started considering the situations, and started considering the boisterous storm, and started considering what was happening. He began to sink. He began to sink. And do you know how he also got help? He cried out to God. He cried out to Jesus. And Jesus reached out to him. No matter how far you think you've gone, cry out to Jesus. And it will reach out to you. There is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. God is calling you to a, to, to a relationship. God is calling you to, to an experience of grace. Hallelujah.
I believe you've been blessed by this podcast. Romans 10.10 10 says, For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Do you desire to start a relationship with God today? Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Do you want to make a commitment to accept him as your Lord and Savior? If you do, then say this after me. Dear Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe in his death and resurrection. And I confess him now as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for saving me. I am born again. Hallelujah. If you said that prayer, I want you to know that you are born again. And do find a local church and fellowship with the other believers. And I would like to hear from you. You can reach me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at AI Wilfred. Again, I repeat, at AI Wilfred. Or you could send me a mail, charisvineministry at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. Hey friends, tell others about this podcast. Until you hear from me again, keep basking in the euphoria of His grace.